Welcome back to Seriously Funny. I'm your host, Mashnor Kabir, and I tame dolphins. This week, I'm going to try to talk for 20 minutes about God knows what. Uh, I don't really have a plan at all today. I have some lo-fi on while I'm talking. It's really just going to be a calm, chill episode where we kind of just talk and, you know, see what happens. Maybe not the most riveting, but I need to take a moment, uh, a week where I don't want to take a week off because I do like recording and I want to put something out. And I think uh, a lot of people listen to podcasts, myself included, for you know a, a time filler. Sometimes maybe they don't need content per se. So here's a time filler, 20 minutes of my angelic voice uh, or angelic however you want to pronounce it uh, <laughs> going at it so yeah let's see what we can do and, and the first thing is i want to you know finish sleep off with some fun facts you know talk about uh, the sleep process that we've been through for the past three four weeks i get yeah yeah three four weeks and the first one i want to talk about is something really really cool uh, we all know what dolphins are these cool mammals in the ocean and they do some pretty dope stuff like dolphins will play with pufferfish and purposely get poked by the pufferfish in order to get high like that's how they take drugs it's insane uh <laughs> yeah dolphins they're crazy mammals live in the ocean they're they're pretty cool and so when you think about this, uh, again, dolphins are mammals, but they're living in the ocean and they come for air every now and then. That's why dolphins stay closer to the surface of the ocean and why they hop out of there. Uh, and so, you know, then you have to ask, like, if a dolphin goes to sleep, how can it go to sleep underwater if it needs air? It's not exactly a fish. It can't just breathe in water or obviously fish don't breathe in water exactly, but you get it like they can't separate it from water as effectively. And so... This is how it works. Uh, and this is really, really cool. But half of like the dolphin will sleep one half of its brain at a time. There's a left side of your brain and a right side of your brain divided by a corpus callosum. And so the dolphin will actually sleep like the left side or the right side. I don't know which one they do first, but they'll sleep one side of their brain while the other side of their brain stays active and keeps them near the surface so they can, you know, breathe and not drown. Uh, and then when one side is fully rested, they'll switch to the other side. And that's really, really cool. And so, you know, maybe we think, why can't humans do this? And we kind of can, just a little bit. We have a L-I-T-E, light version of it. When you sleep somewhere that's unfamiliar to you, you sleep somewhere that you haven't slept before, a hotel, someone's house that you're not used to, you know, you're not sleeping in your own bed or house, to put lightly uh, or to put simply, then half of your brain will kind of remain awake and it'll work like that. However, you don't get into the deeper stages of sleep, so you don't really get full restorative sleep. And that's why sleeping somewhere that's not your own bed, you feel like, man, that's not as good as if I just slept in my own room, even if it's really comfortable. So yeah, humans kind of have something like that, but not completely. Dolphins are winning in that department. So that's really, really cool. And another thing that 
is cool and something that a lot of people might think about or talk about uh, is polyphasic or biphasic sleep. And so biphasic sleep is you sleep at night for about six hours and then you sleep in the afternoon for about two hours. And that's a biphasic sleep. And that would make sense because, you know, circadian rhythm wise, you feel sleepy at night, but you also feel sleepy in the afternoon. It's called the afternoon slump. And you do have a circadian dip in the afternoon near lunchtime. And so you would think that maybe people are supposed to sleep then. It's called a siesta, uh, afternoon nap. And some cultures do it. Uh, polyphasic sleep is like sleeping for like two hours in like two hour intervals throughout the day or like, you know, more than two times. So just poly means many. So, you know, sleeping in many different phases throughout the day. So for polyphasic sleep, uh, there, like the research on both of these are really, really low. And if you look in history, in history, there was uh, a fair number of people or a fair number of cultures and a fair numbers of eras in history, especially in the enlightened times, you know, in the 1600s, uh, where, uh, you know, people did this, societies and cultures did this, they used different methods of sleep. Uh, nowadays, we generally follow a monophasic one phase sleep schedule, meaning, you know, the seven to nine hour block of sleep with a, with uh, 17 to 15 hours of wakefulness. Uh, Matthew Walker says it's possible to get your full eight hours with the six hours at night and two hour siesta. So the biphasic sleep. Uh, I couldn't find academic evidence for this claim. Uh, but just because I couldn't find it doesn't mean he's wrong. This guy's an expert that's been doing this for God knows how many years of his life. So he's probably credible. Um, and so, yeah. However, for polyphasic sleep, it doesn't seem like that that works. Uh, some sources say that as babies, we have polyphasic sleep, and then toddlers switch to biphasic sleep, and then adults are supposed to have monophasic sleep. Uh, and then it goes back to bi or polyphasic when you're old again. But it would seem evolutionarily that humans did evolve to sleep two times in a 24-hour period. Uh, however, a meta-analysis with over 2,000 polyphasic participants reviewed uh, review found that uh, the sleep deficiency inherent in polyphasic sleep leads to the deficiencies described in you know the effects of sleep deficiency way in the first uh, first part of the sleep crusade uh, and yeah there's just there's growing evidence that suggests that adults should not be following a polyphasic sleep schedule but the vi biphasic one has some how do you say uh, merits possibly because i do trust matthew walker personally i think you should just do the seven to nine hours at night but yeah there's uh, generally though i there's not enough academic research on the subject to suggest that biphasic or polyphasic sleep is better than or even equivalent to the monophasic sleep that was discussed uh you know throughout our sleep time but yeah however uh yeah i i wouldn't suggest either of those uh just in exchange for the monophasic the monophasic is what all the studies were done on the monophasic is just it seems like the move uh, and again 10 minute nap which we talked about uh to uh, in, i think the second episode um or the second part <laughs> second episode was a long time ago and the next miscellaneous fun fact is micro sleep uh, if you're sleep deprived 
like very sleep deprived, your brain actually will fall asleep for just a few seconds and then you'll jolt back up. Uh, and this is the reason that sleep kills more people on the road than drugs and alcohol combined. Uh, short sleepers, they basically don't exist. It might be possible, but you're more likely to get struck by lightning than to be a short sleeper. It's not going to happen. Uh, you're not that special. Sorry. Um, Next is you actually don't feel sleep deprived for like a while. People that are sleep deprived don't feel sleep deprived or won't mention it oftentimes. Maybe it's because of caffeine, because, but you have a distorted subjective experience of sleepiness when you're sleep deprived. So when you're sleep deprived, you yourself won't be able to identify that until probably, you know, it depends on how bad the sleep pressure gets. But yeah, uh, there's a rebound effect that happens with sleep. So if you drink a lot or smoke a lot of marijuana, your brain is deprived of REM sleep. Your brain understands that it's not having enough REM sleep so that when you are sober and your body is cleared out of all the chemicals from these substances, you'll have a REM rebound. So you'll have extra REM. This may be the reason for bizarre and strong dreams when you're becoming sober after you quit substances. If you are chronically drinking, you may have... Uh, delirium trims, which is a state of delirium where your brain is going through REM, where basically dreaming while you're awake. And so you're like having hallucinations while you're awake. And uh, we already talked about the dolphins thing. But yeah, uh, that's some fun stuff with sleep that we didn't talk about. I think, yeah, that was mo most of the stuff. I don't know how well I presented all of the information with sleep over the past few weeks. I feel like especially with the glymphatic system and the Alzheimer's con connection, that one might have been able to be written better or presented better. I can't recall how I did it now, but I just have a feeling I could have done it better. Uh, maybe I should have understood it more and looked into it more. But yeah, I think it's really cool. Like the extracellular space of your brain or intracellular space of your brain grow like increases by 60%. And then like, yeah, your brain shrinks while you're asleep so that it can get washed. Correct. That's so cool. But yeah, <laughs> that's, I think that's it for sleep. Finally gone. Uh, I mean, I'll mention it probably over the course of forever because I spent so much time on it. And I became so proficient at sleep. But yeah, uh, next thing, now we're just going to get to talking. You know, funny, I I've never been into studying philosophy. Uh, some people have called me a philosopher. And, you know, I know some maybe a few of the works of Plato, Aristotle, etc. You know, the big ones, the big guys, Socrates, all of those guys. But I don't actually know, like, deep philosophy. I don't know words like epistemology or moral realism, real moral realism, or, uh, I mean, absurdism. I kind of know I've heard about it. But, you know, like, I'm not cool enough for that, bro. Philosophy is really weird. I mean, maybe I'll get into it. But I'm not, I don't know. I've never really been into go, going in going that hard into philosophy, uh, which is weird because it's like, you know, it's kind of my brand seriously funny. Like half of my thing is philosophical. I talk about life and life advice and stuff. But honestly, I don't consider that to be philosophy. Philosophy seems to be uh, I think it, I think it literally translates to love of wisdom. And I sure I, I, am interested in wisdom, but a lot of the concepts in philosophy that I don't study, they're like these weird esoteric concepts that don't seem uh, completely necessary. And I say that carefully because, you know, uh, maybe it is in a way that I don't understand because I'm an engineer and I'm a scientist and 
if it's not grounded in fact or grounded in something that I've experienced or that and that other people can replicate in experience, then you know what <laughs> I I'm just not interested. I guess a part of being a scientist, perhaps, but. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get into philosophy a bit more. I listen to Philosophize This every now and then. Uh, it's a podcast, a really great podcast. You should give it a listen if you're interested in philosophy. But some philosophers are cool for sure. But I think science, uh, combining philosophy in, in scientific methods, that's really interesting. Or using philosophy in order to uh, understand or live a better life. And then I do like to scientifically explain that. For example, stoicism, uh, a lot of Buddhism follows stoicism. And, you know, you really can, like, I can experience stoicism. I can understand, like, oh, if I become more, quote, stoic, end quote, my life generally gets easier. And, like, I can truly experience that. And then other people can say the same thing. And so then there's, like, a, a, a data consensus of, like, oh, people that practice stoicism consistently and, uh, correctly according to what stoicism should be instead of just going around saying I'm a stoic and then getting mad at everything uh, they experience a better or easier time in you know traversing life then that's more of the philosophy I'm into and a lot of the things that people might consider quote philosophy end quote I don't really I, I consider it life I consider it you know life and education like the things I talk about teach uh, on this podcast they're not really meant to be philosophy they they really are meant to be this simple advice that's true that I that I understand and under, that I know and that I've learned and that I've seen over the however many years I've been existing and doing my thing you know, but yeah, now with a few minutes left, we can talk about life and what's been going on with me because with the sleep thing, I really haven't talked much about the things I usually intro the podcast with. Anime, I've really just been watching the Fate series. I've been watching all of it. So Fate Zero, I watched that. It was pretty good. Uh, and then I watched Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works, which was incredible. If you're into action or romance. It was a great anime for both of those. That was probably one of the best romance arcs I've ever seen in my life. And I, I never want to rewatch an anime the moment I finish it, but I really want to rewatch that anime already. I watched all three of the Heavens Feels movies and the original Fate Stay Night. Uh, right now I'm watching Fate Extra, last encore. And so that's, it's really good. I've been I've taken many, many, many years just procrastinating on watching the Fate series, but I finally did it. I'm finally doing it, I guess. I still have a fairly long ways to go. I have the entire Grand Order series and then Fate, Khalid, or Khalid, Ilya, I don't know how to pronounce it, but those are both kind of just funny fan service, funny, dumb animes. I don't think there's too much plot in either of them, but that's going to be fun whenever we get there, but... Yeah, a lot of it's on Netflix, so if you're not a weeaboo with all the anime subscriptions and you're not pirating them, a lot of the Fate series is on Netflix, so you all probably have that. Go give it a look-see. Uh, Music-wise, oh my god, man, I've been in a drought. I have not gotten any new music. Glaive, G-L-A-I-V-E, as a new artist I've been listening to for a while now. He's really good. He dropped two singles. I'm waiting for an album from him. Detest me and slam my head against the wall. Uh, the second song, yeah, it's uh, 
the lyrics are pretty like depressing, but like the entire song is like so upbeat and hype. It's like this weird balance. Uh, it's pretty great. Um, uh, I want to slam my head against the wall till I cannot feel at all. Like he says that, but it's in such a like positive, like happy go lucky doesn't care about anything away and it's just like this weird juxtaposition between the lyrics and the beat and the vibe of the song uh, it's really 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 good but uh, i'm yeah really excited for that album i'm waiting for ian dior to drop an album black bear just announced that his album misery lake will be coming out in a few weeks here so that's extremely exciting um Next, I got, I finally got my research opportunity. So I will hopefully be entering into battery research in my sophomore year of college, uh, hopefully helping to create a new energy storage system for, uh, you know, large power grids like solar energy grids and wind power grids, you know, large power grids. And so that's really cool and exciting. Shout out to the professor that's, you know, allowing me to or giving me the opportunity i do have to read three chapters of a book and read a 30 like seven page paper uh (laughs) within the next like week and a half and i'm probably going to start that uh today after i upload this podcast but uh you know uh (laughs) we're gonna go through it uh do what we have i think the textbook shouldn't be too bad. I think the paper might be a little bit bad because 37 pages is a lot of pages and I'm not sure what it's going to talk about. And academic papers are really wordy and really, uh, they're, yeah, they're really wordy most, mostly to say. So, uh, that'll be fun. Uh, the textbook chapters are meant to help me understand the paper. So I don't know if I want to read the paper while I read the textbook or do it after, but we'll see what happens. I'm going to take notes on it too, so that because notes are superior. Oh, I've also been learning learning differential equations, like uh, the math course. That's my last math course. I haven't been, I haven't taken the course yet in college. Just, I'm doing that next semester, but I started like studying it on Khan Academy uh, for the past week or and a half, maybe two weeks now. I w- went through the entire first order differential equations. I'm like, one third of the way through second order, but I think I'm going to put a pause on that until I finish my research stuff. Um, and another thing uh, is really, I, so this is an idea I had like while I was cleaning, but I was thinking I was, cause I've been listening to a lot of scripted podcast podcasts, the bright sessions. I, I listened to a few episodes of Alice isn't dead. Uh, the Ron stat. I really, really like Ron stat. The bright sessions is really good too. And so I've thought about writing a scripted or starting a new scripted podcast, of course, alongside this one. I know I'm not going to quit this one for a while. Uh, if ever, who knows how old I'll be, but uh, it would be a scripted podcast about uh, one thing that I've talked about a lot and uh, is like uh, and one some of the stories I enjoy the most like fictional stories on like no sleep on Reddit are hitman stories. And so I thought about how cool would it be if I wrote a podcast from like about the life of a hitman and going through the hitman thing. And, you know, I, I don't know what the arcs would be in the story. Would there be a romance arc? Maybe there'd be like a like a child adoption sort of arc. I, I don't know. But I, I thought that would be really interesting to do maybe. However, I'm not sure how many of you are fiction writers, but writing fiction is so abysmally hard, challenging, and so 
tough to get right. Um, and then for a podcast, you have to get all the sound. You might need other voices. I don't know. And so that's really something. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen in a few years. I don't know. I don't know if I have the time with college, with the research that I'm hopefully going to be going into uh, and just, you know, the studying I do for this podcast and the writing I do for this podcast. And so, you know, maybe it'll happen. Maybe I'll have to put on the back burner, but I do think it would be really cool to have like uh, probably I'll just write it from my perspective and uh, say that well, maybe like I was thinking I would call it like um, the false story of Mashnor Kabir and uh, it would uh, I would say false story and I'd introduce the show like I say false story because I'm going to be pleading the fifth here. Uh, so this is all a false story but but obviously the the thing is that you know it's real and I, I you know I've actually done it which I have not I am not a hitman maybe you don't know huh um, <laughs> but uh, that yeah it's a really really cool idea and man if I don't do it I really wish someone did that would be so awesome but yeah, I need to work on that. I also have an opportunity. I got an email a while ago to like go on this podcast platform. I don't remember the name of it uh, and, and teach something. I think if I made a few episodes on sleep, that would be good. So maybe I'll have to send them an email back because it's been a like, month or so uh, and, and say like, yeah, I'd be interested in that if I can get compensated because I would really like to get compensated for the sleep research I've done. Actually, my sleep episodes have been doing so poorly. I generally get double digit views on my podcast like reading some off like honesty willpower school i got 20 views uh lessons from fasting for 30 days i got 19 uh and then corny life advice that actually works was 20 which was right before i started sleep and then sleep part zero was 13 sleep part one was nine sleep part two was eight sleep part three is five and usually by you know two weeks i get i get like up their views but man I've only been single digiting every single one of these sleep episodes, which again, I'm a stoic enlightened Buddha. So I guess I'm not affected, but man, that, that kind of sucks like crap, man. Uh, so I would appreciate if you do share it. Maybe people just want to binge it now that I'm done. Maybe the views will suddenly go up. Who knows? But uh, I hope that uh, if you did listen to it or if you're listening to this, then you uh, do check those episodes out uh, and share them with your homies, friends, and Habibis. <laughs> so because would be much appreciated. I would love if those episodes got more attention. I think Matthew Walker wanted to spread the word of sleep, and I would love to help him do that. And so if those episodes get shared more, that would be awesome. I wish I could put the lo-fi I'm listening to into the podcast, but I feel like it'd get copyrighted. So that probably won't happen, but I have, I've been playing lo-fi while I record for the past few weeks. It might become a normal thing now. Uh, lastly, uh, I wanted to talk about how I've been, but I'm again a stoic Buddha, so I, I don't exactly like my mood, my how I've been never changes ever, no matter what's happening. I'm always the same, which is neutral. I'm not good or bad. I'm just, I just am. So being busy is weird though. Like having things to do is really weird. Playing Apex Legends a lot. That's been fun. Um, shout out to the people I play with, but yeah, mouse and keyboard. Is so, so hard. Maybe we'll talk about that next week because I've ran over the 20 minutes here, but yeah, 
Frick, I wanted to talk about one more thing, and I, I completely forgot it. <laughs> um, yeah, completely slipped my mind. Holy crap, that's depressing. But I think that will be all. But next week, we'll go back to a regularly scheduled program where I don't just talk at you, but I talk about something hopefully somewhat substantial. I think next week we're going to talk about, yeah, I have uh, I have it laid out. Uh, and then at some point, we're going to do the how to do research video. That will be fun, hopefully. I still need to start. Yeah, I think I'm going to hopefully do something YouTube-wise for my sleep episodes or for my sleep research. That would be good. So hopefully that happens. But yeah, we had a good four weeks of sleep and fun stuff. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did listen to it, if you didn't, again, please go listen to it. Uh, and I hope you share it with everyone that you've ever talked to, even the Starbucks barista that wrote a heart on your cup and you thought she was into you, but she writes that on everyone's cup. Uh, thanks for being here. If you have sleep questions or thoughts, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say shoot me an email at thinkcreateinspire27 at gmail.com. I will give it a read because there's only so many people that listen to this podcast. Probably I'm going to get 100 billion emails that I'm not going to be able to respond to. Uh, maybe I'll answer the emails on the podcast. Who knows? Uh, but we'll see. Uh, if you have a question or a thought, a comment, uh, that email is the one to hit us up on. Uh, I say us, but I'm the only one doing this. So yeah, uh, I'll see you next week. Peace.